You're listening to Marketing Major at Josh and Mo, a podcast created for students by students who are curious about marketing. Welcome back to another season of Marketing Major. This is our second season, so thanks to all those dedicated fans who stuck with us. Uh, we got a huge announcement this season. We actually have a co-host on our show. He was probably one of the biggest fans of the show last year. So I want to give a big welcome to Mo. Thanks. Thanks for the welcome. Um, yeah, I want to say I definitely was the biggest fan. I mean, you did tell me that I was the only person who came <laughs> up to you last year and actually like talked to you about the podcast. So I yeah. guess that does make me the biggest fan. That was no. when I knew the podcast was a hit. Honestly, I, when I first heard of it, I was like, this is a genius idea. Like, I don't know how no one has done this before you. I loved what I was hearing. I paid close attention, had my my notifications on, loved every episode. And like when the opportunity came up for me to actually be on the podcast, I was like, of course, hell yeah. <laughs> so here we are recording the first episode and let's see how the season goes. Yeah, it's going to add a good dynamic too, because I, I formally apologize to all the listeners for all, all my quirks. I have the tendency to say kind of like a lot. <laughs> I'm really working on that this season. So yeah. hopefully you won't be hearing that. Uh, yeah, both of us are are strangely very inarticulate and <laughs> terrible at public speaking. <laughs> yeah, so probably not the guys you want to do in a podcast. But, but here you are listening to us. So thanks, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking it out with us. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, with that, we're gonna start off our discussion just talking about the first few years of marketing and uh, what to expect for those people just coming into the school of business who might be interested in marketing. So with that, uh, Mo, how was your first few years in marketing? It was interesting to say the least. Um, I mean, I feel like my situation was not the common one. I went into the school of business knowing I wanted to be a marketing major and three years in and I still don't regret it. So any of you guys are doubting it, it's actually really, really fun. Um, yeah, I, I'll admit the first few classes that, you know, the mandatory ones, 301s, 312s, 320s, they tend to be a little bit drier here and there, but that's just kind of your foundation. You get to the fun stuff later, the stuff I'm learning now, I'm in my fourth year, third year business, fourth year total. I'm like loving what I'm like paying attention to, everything, all the lectures, the profs, all the information that's coming my way. It's like really fascinating. The beginning, I just had to kind of stick it out and lay that foundation and yeah, it gets much better. So if any of you guys are sitting those classes, thinking, God, this is boring. I'm going to probably switch to accounting or finance or something <laughs> actually useful in life. Just be patient, be patient. Cause you know, there's, there's definitely lots of opportunities to, you know, build a career in marketing and lots of opportunities to get involved even as a student. Yeah. I think one thing, one thing too, is that it just takes time to, like I came in pretty eager to the school of business wanting to know like the latest and greatest about marketing and right. turn into like this guru. But One year in, just a marketing whiz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it takes time to peel the layers back of marketing. And I think once you do, you start to discover how fast and dynamic the industry is. So our topic of discussion today is what what even is marketing today and how has it evolved in in recent recent history, I guess. So our recording this episode is a little bit different because I, I sat down uh, with our two guests and Mo, Mo had to work, so he wasn't actually there for the first one. So sorry. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I did my best, but couldn't make it work. Yeah, he's got commitment issues. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we sat down with Kayla Beretta from Paperleaf and Digital Alberta and also Pablo Herrera from FKA. 
uh, and he also works for the Advertising Club of Edmonton. And together they created an event that uh, was really catered towards the industry and figuring out more about the fastest changing areas of marketing. So we're going to let Kayla uh, start off by talking a little bit about what the event is. So when Pablo and I initially met uh, also with Tyson to kind of discuss what ACE and Digital Alberta should collaborate on this year, we started to come across a lot of instances where there seemed to be confusion within the marketing industry about what marketing is today. So there is a lot of buzzwords floating around. There's like influencer marketing and automation and digital marketing. And some people are like, no, digital marketing is just marketing today. So that sort of is where our conversation started from was this idea of there's a lot of confusion, a lot of buzzwords. And at the end of the day, they're all marketing. So what is marketing? Um, today in the modern world and how has it evolved. And I think that's like a really interesting statement too because I find when I'm sitting in class there's things not even being touched on that have been going on for like one or two years like especially when she mentioned influencer marketing I feel like that's something we don't ever touch on in class. Yeah but to be fair she did say that everything that she mentioned is marketing so is it even possible to touch on everything that is marketing? I feel like it's that just kind of tells you how vast and, and how fluid that industry is that, you know, there's so many different avenues, so many different approaches to the industry in itself. True. You know? Yeah. Well, and Kayla also touches on some of the most um, important areas for students to learn more on that are changing more. So we'll go back to her to hear a little bit more. Yeah. And I think that we were really fortunate that we had people from like Tyson is comes from the print industry so there was a lot more context on like traditional marketing um pablo has lots of experience both with video and in digital marketing and then like i'm on the tech sector side so it, we kind of were able to cover a lot of ground and like what topics exist uh, as for students i think some of the biggest things like our ai is a big part of what we do today um i think that data and how data is impacting um both like privacy and ethics for marketing, but also how we market to people and what kind of like, I'm going to call it creepy marketing techniques that we can use today, which are awesome. And you should learn all about them and use them. And also on the side of how we interpret that data, how we know we're actually driving results. Um, That's one thing that like Pablo's at FKA and they're really great at like being able to show clients like that results are being delivered and that their campaigns are driving results. And that's super important. Like if you can't show that you have an ROI, then you can't sell a big idea in the first place. So we talked to Pablo and Kayla a little bit more about artificial intelligence and analytics because those were two that really stuck out for us as ones that we don't really cover in school and it's hard to learn more about. So we're going to listen back on, on our conversation with them just to hear a little bit more about artificial intelligence. For most people, I think it is still uh, one of those buzzwords like Kayla was explaining before that just gets thrown around too easily. And right. people think that by starting to automate a couple of processes here and there, you're already starting to dive into it when there's in, in, in true essence of artificial intelligence and machine learning. And please correct me, Kayla, you may know a lot more about this than me, but it really comes down to finding ways to be able to contextualize large data sets and understand in what way can you extract different sets of information that will help you make better decisions, pump out better products, uh, make better decisions. I think in general, it's, it's, it's the big bulk of it. Like a really good example of that is Facebook. If you are running ads, you can build what's called like a lookalike audience. 
And that is basically taking a bunch of people and saying, hey, these are the behaviors that they have. And I want to find a bunch of other people that have those similar behaviors to serve them the same ads. I really liked what Pablo said, actually, um, when discussing, you know, the, the limitations of, of artificial intelligence. He is right. We need people with, you know, strong marketing knowledge to actually interpret that data and to contextualize it and really put into words what that data is telling us. Um, the AI itself can't do it. it. It can only present that data to you. And I think when it, when it presents it to you, you got to be able to have those analytical skills too that Kayla and Pablo both talked about in this next little section here. Trying to understand and have a better understanding of how everything that we think we get from analytics platforms such as Google Analytics can be completely different than what you think in the first place. So you shouldn't take that as your guiding star or think that everything that is in there is is your true north kind of thing and go with it because the way that some of those an analytics and metrics are uh, compiled in the first place have some huge biases to them. So one of the things is that really common metrics are also not often the best measure of success. So it's kind of determining what is that measure of success? What is the actual return on investment that people are trying to get out of their product? What does success look like? Is that a form fill? Is that spending five minutes on a website? Is that clicking to three pages? For different people, there's going to be different different results that they're looking for. And I, I like Kayla's point that you have to really narrow it down to what success means for the business because I think it helps business students with new topics that there's always gonna have to be an application of something like analytics or AI. You're gonna have to apply it to the business and that's where your your foundational marketing skills like in 301 or 312 come in handy. And, and it really, I think it will set you apart if you're able to apply it because that's probably the hardest part. So we're about halfway through the episode and we're just gonna take a little bit of a break and we'll be right back. All right, we got a pretty cool uh, little announcement here. We're actually going to be the official sponsor for the School of Retailing's new event this year called the Reality Retail. Uh, it's being hosted at the Hotel McDonald. And the point of the event is to change the way students think about retail. So I think, uh, me, myself included, I kind of thought that retail was just a stopgap job or like a dead-end job. But there's actually some really exciting stuff going on in retail, and it's a pretty all-encompassing industry. And there's actually a huge grand prize too for a student at the event. And all you have to do is just show up and partake in the dinner game. But if you win, uh, you get a round trip flight to Vancouver for you and one of your friends. Three nights stay at the five-star uh, Fairmont Pacific Rim Hotel. You got to check it out. It's pretty sweet. Uh, and then you also get $1,000 spending money just for whatever you want to spend it on. So I would definitely not miss out on this event. And if you want to find out any more, just go to realityofretail.com. See you there. So I think it's important too, as a student, to realize that you're not expected to know all these things when you enter the industry. And these are just things that, you know, the most senior marketers are thinking about. And uh, Pablo actually had some really good advice too for any, any students that are a little bit nervous about all these changing areas of marketing. 
I think there's often this misconception in the industry, and I know I've certainly heard this from students a few times, that when you go into, you know, uh, like the marketing industry, you're expected to know everything. And it, it is so far from the truth. You know, we were already talking a little bit about it, but it is, I think, uh, so much more important to have the attitude rather than the aptitude, uh, I think, in terms of having that innate curiosity and willingness to learn constantly. Because again, the whole premise for this conference was how fast and how how rapid the change happens in the industry that you just really need to be on your toes and constantly curious enough to learn and adapt and evolve and constantly, um, yeah, keep keep wanting to grow. Yeah, so Pablo made some great points there. I'm sure um, all of you can, can resonate and really value from all the advice he shared. Um, so this, this being my first um, season on this podcast, I really want to bring something new to the table. I thought it'd be really fun to do a, a quote of the day for each episode. I'm going to be trying to listen closely and pick out some of the things that um, everyone we're talking to um, has to say. And when Pablo said it's all about attitude over aptitude, I I think that's uh, something everyone should really take to heart and um, do your best to personify. Um, at the end of the day, it's really all you can do. You know, I'm sure by now you've realized is you're, you're never going to be skilled in, in everything and, and have strong knowledge and everything. So um, your attitude to to go out there and talk to professionals and, and do your research, um, that's going to really determine the outcome of your journey. Every marketing student I've ever talked to has complained that, you know, we don't learn what we need to learn in class. And you're right. A lot of stuff that you need to know to succeed in the industry, you don't already know, but you do have so many resources out there that cost you a lot less than a course does, you know, during your degree. Um, at most, it'll cost you the price of a coffee. And most of the time, not even so, because usually professionals are really, really nice and they'll pay for your coffee too and give you the advice that you need. Um, so yeah, quote of the day, attitude over aptitude. And I think uh, Kayla has a really good story too of, of how that actually played out for her in her first job. And we'll let her tell that story a little bit more. Um, so my first job was at like a website company. And the first thing I noticed is every conversation I'm in, I'm, I don't know what people are talking about. So then I went and I like took a CSS and HTML course on Code Academy because I just wanted to understand the conversation. And by no means does that equip me to make a website. And everyone that I work with would probably laugh at that. But uh, <laughs> like, it's just really like, I just needed to understand like, what is a div? What is a P tag? Like, what are we talking about here in any case? And then later when I moved into a marketing firm, it was the same thing, like learning, taking analytics courses. I mean, you mentioned the Google one earlier. There's also like a Google AdWords one. There's a Facebook one. And just really trying to dive into that. And I think even talking to people that we've met that had just started their role, um, and you guys will be hearing more about this because we're doing a series called the entry-level job series, and that's our next episode. But uh, the people that just start out too, they talk a lot about the learning curve that first happens when they get into an agency and how you just have to have that mindset of learning more and really wanting to learn more. And I think that's the most exciting part about marketing for me is that it's always changing and it's never the same. So you're never really going to be doing the same thing and, and you're going to have to keep, keep up with the latest and greatest things happening. And what more could you want than a, than a career that that kind of that forces you to continue to to evolve and learn? You know, no one wants to be doing the same remedial job um, or task for like their entire career. So 
some people get scared that that they're gonna have to keep learning and they won't ever know everything but i think that should excite you rather than scare you so we're just gonna take a quick break So the UAMA is kicking off the year the only way it knows how to. That's with a great time. Um, on Friday, September the 20th um, at 9 p.m., the UAMA is going to be holding um, a bar event and that we call Graffiti Night. Um, it's going to be at Beercade. Um, tickets are only $10. Gives you a marker, a pen, a free drink, and a white T-shirt. Basically, what you're going to do throughout the night is go around, grab a few drinks, introduce yourself to some new people, sign their shirts, and make some new friends. It's, it's a great time. I went last year and I had a blast. Um, Tabling's going to be all week. So pop by the office or the BSA office and grab your tickets. Yeah. And you know what? I, um, I think that one of the best things about being in this city too is the fact that people are just so open to that Kayla uh the fact that you know if you meet someone if there's a topic that is really interesting to you and uh you approach someone the odds of you being able to grab a coffee or chat a little bit more about it find a time to do that are so high I personally haven't really experienced an instance where you know uh you can't meet with someone or somebody might just have a tough agenda but you can still work around you can still dive deeper and I'll come back to the to the point that I was trying to make before curiosity. I mean, there are so many free resources out there that you can explore so that so long as you're in a constant quest of learning and trying to specialize and adapt and evolve, there's tons of materials that you don't even need to pay a dollar to be able to access. Um, two free, really simple resources that I know I personally use on, an, on a daily basis. Think by Google. Um, they have a fantastic email newsletter that talks about some of the latest trends in, in marketing. Um, and then HubSpot blog uh, as well has a fair amount of good content. They have tons of different email newsletters. So you really want to be picky about which ones you sign up for because otherwise you'll be yeah. spammed by them. Uh, but they have amazing content as well out there that is super easy to digest and both are free and can give you a daily kind of like uh, look into things. Yeah. Um, and from like on the design side, there's uh, under consideration. They have one that's called brand new. So they'll post like different logos or uh, campaign images and stuff that have come out in the last week. It's a, a fr every Monday newsletter. And then um, more on kind of the user experience and Envision has a really good newsletter as well. Uh, so we'll talk about different kinds of um, either like UX workshops you can run or UX trends that they're seeing and things like that. If you guys aren't sick of it enough, I'm going to say it one more time. Go out there and network. I know. I know everyone hates it. I hated it. But um it, it it all depends how you approach the entire networking networking activity. Um, don't go out there trying to get a job or impress a potential recruiter or, or employer. Just go out there and, like like Pablo mentioned, just just with an eagerness to learn and and a willingness to absorb as much information as possible. And it'll it'll pay off a lot more to you than showing up to a networking event, you know, in a suit with your resume you know, ready to impress and having a script ready of your pitch and everything. Just go out there, open-minded, ready to learn, and you'll understand why everyone always tells you to go out and network. And I think that's a good way to end the discussion for the day. I think we touched on quite a few different topics, especially on the artificial intelligence and analytics side. And just like to thank Pablo Herrera and Kayla Breda for coming on again. We really appreciate you guys' time.
And we're going to be dropping episodes pretty consistently this year, every second Monday. So be sure to come back um, on the 23rd. We're going to have um, our first um, uh, entry-level uh, series episode for the uh, season. Um, we'll be having um, Keandra and Adrian from FKA, who are both account coordinators, to kind of shed, shed some light on um, what it'll be like to work in, a, in an agency as an account coordinator. And if you uh, enjoyed Mo's performance on the podcast, be sure to let us know, you know, uh, hit up those reviews or most importantly, just hit subscribe so you get our, our next episode coming out. Yeah, and, and definitely if you have any suggestions or questions or maybe if you want to make fun of the way I talk, just hit us up on Instagram. Um, um, feel free to hit us up or we'll also be running some some po- some polls and some questionnaires. Just kind of get an idea of what you guys want to hear because at the end of the day, um, this podcast is for you. So we want to make sure you guys are getting the most out of it. 